Welcome to Winning at Work, the podcast for foodies, founders, and food and beverage professionals. You know, if you wanted to discover a new brand, a new food or beverage to try, there are literally thousands of companies out there. It is very difficult to do that. That's why we curate the different, the better, and the special brands here each and every week so you don't have to do the heavy lifting. If you're a founder and you're looking to connect with other like-minded executives, we make that very easy. And if you just work in the food and beverage industry and you're looking for fresh inspiration, we have that here in spades. This episode is sponsored by Temple. Congratulations, you're selling in retail. But the competition is fierce and your brand is surrounded by similar products. How will consumers find you? Let Temple show you an innovative retail sales solution. Click on the Attract Consumers link below. Need to attract great employees? Click on the Hire Now below and we'll show you how to use your culture to help you stand out. Stay tuned for this week's episode. Welcome, everybody. It's Winning at Work. There are so many problems out there that people are solving. Um, I can't keep up with them all. This is, But this is the world of food entrepreneurs and food tech all over the country, all over the world. They see a white space. They're in a business. They uncover, hey, why is this happening? Why is this not being served? Why is this market underrepresented? So on and so forth. So I thought today we'd have a little bit of a food tech discovery. There's a um, interesting platform out there that I want you all to check out. It's Food Social. Um, I believe it's foodsocial.io. They've got an interesting <clears throat> retail component too. It's a it's called Primal Palette. It's a CPG. They uh, they get involved in uh, seasonings and spices and all kinds of other uh, delicious accoutrements. We'll talk through that as well. And today I've got Bill Staley. He's the founder of both and his most important uh, community manager for Food Social. We have Pooja Parikh. Welcome in, guys. Nice to see you today. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's so great to be here. Yeah, it's going to be kind of interesting to see how this uh founder story has kind of developed from one company to two. Bill, most people are, are, they have their hands full with just one and you, you have two. So what, what is wrong with you? Why? And you've got your, you're married, you've got young kids. What are you doing to yourself? I'm, I'm sick. <laughs> you are clearly, I'm sick. clearly a person who has uh, no free time at all in their life. So um, tell us the founder story. What's kind of, you know, how did you get started? And let's kind of get into this platform a little bit. Sure. Well, uh, when Haley, my now wife, and I met back in 2010, she was doing the paleo diet and uh, instantly starting to cook together, um, having a great time making these wonderful meals. And we decided to start blogging. This was back in the heyday of paleo, primal, CrossFit, all that stuff was sort of no, coinciding. Yeah. Yeah. It was coinciding with the the explosion of social media too. So it was really being in the right place at the right time. So we started this blog, um, sharing our recipes. And within the first few years, we actually wrote four cookbooks, which was so much fun. It was a really interesting process of doing that. We've always had this mission of helping to make healthy cooking easier. And so the website was part of that. The cookbooks were part of that. And in 2015, we also, we also launched a line of organic spices and spice blends. So it was this realization of a recipe is great, but 
a food shortcut is even better because all you need is a vegetable, a, a protein, you know, some healthy fat and these spices and you can whip up a meal. So it's, it's this natural evolution of learning to cook and then just being able to wing it, which is what most great cooks do. All the while, we had been working on our website. And part of that was a food tech component of uh, a particular way to display recipes and meal planning. And so when COVID hit, we were looking at the tech and kind of had this moment of decision, right? We can keep advancing this for Primal Palette, or what we think we should do is we can split this off and make this community platform that anyone can use as um, their platform for sharing recipes and meal plans and posts. And that's exactly what we did. We we took the technology and started Food Social, foodsocial.io. And it's a place where any recipe creator or brand can share what they're doing, uh, whether it's recipes, meal plans, for brands, there's this wonderful, seamless product integration. And so brands' products become ingredients on the platform that anyone can call for in their recipes. And so there's contextual marketing for them, which uh, leads to uh, product discovery and purchasing. So it's really mm -hmm. interesting for brands and creators to be a part of the platform. And ultimately, it's really good for the end user, too, because the technology is very streamlined. It's mobile friendly. You can have this on your phone in the grocery store. You, know, you can access your meal plans. And uh, it's... Yeah, I love the photos. I mean, that's really, that just kind of popped out to me, you know, just scrolling through your eye just kind of catches like, oh, I'm in the mood for smoothies. I like to look at that. And then you discover everything like that. Um, well, Pooja, I think what's interesting here is that in a way, it sounds like the community is like a supply and demand. I mean, I'm just kind of curious how... How does this platform work? I mean, from your perspective, you know, attracting brands and creators and also those people who are interested in eating better and making it easier to do so. I think what's great about Food Social is it's win, win, win. It's win for the user because it's a completely free platform with all of these different tools that users have access to, such as the recipes, but also the ability to create feel free meal plans with printable grocery lists. For creators, it's also a win because they can upload their recipes onto Food Social. They have more of a long tail benefit than they do on popular social media platforms where they post a recipe and it goes away within 24 hours. Here, their recipes continue to gain traffic and become more and more popular over time. And creators are getting paid when people view their recipes. So on other platforms where creators are sharing their content, but not necessarily getting compensated for it here, they're getting to share their recipes and they're getting fairly compensated for views on their recipes. They can also create meal plans to share with their audiences. They can create posts on the platform as well. And our brands, the win for them is they have that, as Bill mentioned, that opportunity for contextual ad placements. So they're, their product ads are baked directly into the recipes. So if you have a recipe that calls for Primal Palette adobo seasoning, you'll see an ad for Primal Palette, which is just a beautiful way to integrate those ads directly in to show the right consumer the right ad at the right time. And another big part of it, you know, my title is community manager, is the community. So we really work on bringing our creators and brands together because 
I think something that the pandemic really brought to light was how lonely this stuff can be, especially work from home. Um, even brands are working from home now, creators working from home. We've all become really lonely. And so we're trying to give people a place to actually connect with each other. Creators and brands have the opportunity to collaborate on recipes together. Um, we facilitate connections between creators and brands, which is really what both are looking for these days, but it's harder and harder to connect. So we see it as a win for everyone. If there's something unique that's being made and you need a kind of unique product or something to kind of create that, you can just embed it right there. I feel like there's such a great opportunity there for um, those subtle but obvious needed sales. Exactly. Um, one good example is we have a brand of cassava flour, Otto's cassava flour on our on food social. And so any recipe that calls for that ingredient that can be more unique for people, they're like, where, where do I buy cassava flour? Well, bam, there's Otto's right there to help solve that problem for them. So they can have access to a product that might not be as familiar to them more easily. Well, I love that you were saying, Bill, that this is uh, <clears throat> it's a free platform for the user. So pull the covers back a little bit. So like, what's the revenue model, if you don't mind? Like, how does that work? Yeah. So brands with marketing, you you have choices on how you want to get your product out there. You can do pay to play with uh, Instagram or Facebook ads. You can do Google AdWords or, or feed your ads into any number of these ad models. Um, and food social is an option amongst all those other options there. And so if there's a membership model for brands. It, it starts at $99 a month and it goes up to $4.99, although right now we're running a special for $2.99. Um, but there's, it's that scale of membership is like a fraction of what brands might pay for like a single sponsored post. You know, these influencers are out there asking for thousands of dollars for a post that's in this ecosystem where it, it might not get shown for very long and it's not, not shoppable. So well, and it's not authentic either. Let's, I mean, people <laughs> are really starting to move away from that big social influencer, maybe micro influencers, people who are just more genuine, who are, you know, have smaller followers, but are actually using the product. Right. Yeah. And so it's, it's a membership model where the brands pay a monthly membership and they get a, a scale of, of perks with that. Um, but with all common to all tiers is that their products become integrated into the platform. Um, and so they pay not only a membership fee, but at a certain level of clicks, they start paying a cost per click on their contextual placements on their products. So this money comes in from the brands and creators get a portion of it. So creators are actually getting 90% of net proceeds after, after our operating expenses. And that's being redistributed to creators on a pay-per-view model. So, when somebody goes and views a recipe, um, that creator that created that recipe is making revenue from it. It's essentially like like if a creator had a blog with an ad network on it and they're getting paid on those impressions. It's th it's the same thing, except we're cutting out the middleman. In fact, we're we're kind of acting like the middleman here. But in this case, the middleman is your friend. The the platform is here to facilitate, you know, great great things for the creators and the brands. So your creators and brands can be different or can they be the same? They're separate. Um, 
certainly there are gray areas out there and uh, you're, you're speaking to one of them uh, because we started <laughs> right, off creating recipes and, and uh, eventually became a CPG brand. Uh, so I, I won't pretend like there isn't a gray area there, but we do we do try and uh, create distinction between the two. Yeah. Pooja, you talk about the the need to build community, given the fact that obviously more and more people work from home and they are a little more isolated. This is a topic we've had, and I don't know that we've solved it. And I'd love to just hear your idea, like how to build a community. Thank you for asking about that, because community is such a pillar for us at Food Social, and it's a huge focus for us in 2022 and 23, and even moving forward. One of the ways that we build community is we have a Food Social Slack workspace for our creators and brands, and it's a way for people to more informally connect with one another. We'll have creators pose questions on there. Is anyone else noticing that there's this glitch occurring on Instagram? Other creators and um, brand representatives can chime in and be like, yeah, I'm seeing this too. Um, I've been frustrated with this too. And it's a great place for people to just chat about what they're seeing. We've also had creators host workshops. Um, we recently had a creator host a workshop on lighting and food photography so they can learn from each other. We all share our expertise and learn from one another. Um, and then we have the ability for our brands to host calls with our creators where they can explain more about their background so our creators can learn more from our brands as well. We also host town halls for Food Social where we are really transparent about what we're doing as a Food Social team. We want everyone to know that they truly have a seat at the table when it comes to decisions made at Food Social. They Their input is valued. They have a say in everything that goes on at Food Social. And these town halls are the opportunity for people to have their voices heard and know exactly what we're working on behind the scenes. And along with that, we also bring creators in. We have, we'll be starting a podcast this summer and we have you know, whoa, we have whoa. a creator that's helping with for that. Me? What's going on here? Uh, <laughs> Not competition, only complimentary to what you're doing. <laughs> we're out here learning from you, Tony. Oh, that's right. Yes. <laughs> it's called edit, 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 edit. <laughs> Taking notes right now. <laughs> I think that'll be, that'll be really fun. I love the town hall idea. You know, something else that's become really popular in communities is live streaming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, just where people can see just that, you know, interaction and particularly with your content creators and all the food. I think that you have a lot of opportunities with that live stream. I think that's going to attract a lot of interesting people. On the concept of live streaming, we even have creators who want to get involved with hosting cooking classes via live stream. And so we take all these ideas that creators have and we're able to make them a reality. And that also helps build that community because people feel so supported by us and by one another. Yeah. You could literally just build that in. So see, there you go, Bill, I'm spending your money. <laughs> what money? Just add that what onto money? your platform. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Goes to the website and clicks on lots of different uh, content to help drive revenue. Absolutely. <laughs> I understand the, the revenue model, but how do you guys go to the marketplace now and tell your story? Because that's what every food company, food tech, that's what everyone has to do, right? Is continue that sales and marketing engine. So what's working? How are you attracting brands and content creators? So we're still in a 
we're still in a place where we are actively going out and talking to brands. Um, I, I use the analogy often that we're pushing the bike. Uh, we're not we're not riding it yet, but I think we're very close to riding it there. Um, so we we go out and we meet the brands and we talk to them um, and we we tell them about what we're doing. And then on on the creator front, the creators we're leveraging their extended reach of almost eight to ten million uh, followers to tell this story. And it's it really is a story of momentum. You know, right right now things are moving you know, faster and faster with people joining the community and people visiting the platform and looking for things uh, like recipes and meal plans. And it really is becoming part of, um, it's really becoming an ecosystem that has its own life, really. People are starting to talk about it on their own. And that's ultimately what we want. Um, We want the creators and the brands to talk to their friends and say, Hey, have you thought about joining food social? Like what they're doing over there is really neat. I think one unique challenge that we're facing when we're approaching creators and brands is so many platforms that exist right now are looking to exploit creators. They're looking to exploit their work. You present your work. We'll share it for five minutes. People keep coming to our platform. You don't get anything out of it. So at this point, the challenge that we face is being able to effectively communicate communicate to creators and brands that there's no catch here, that we're only looking to benefit both parties. There's no catch to food social. And that has been, I think, one of the biggest challenges in bringing creators and brands onto the platform. Mm. In a lot of ways, they're kind of jaded from what's gone before. Exactly. They're expecting that we're just going to be another platform that's looking to exploit them. Yeah, it's interesting. I hear this comment in a lot of other food categories. When you're disrupting, you're bringing something really tasty and healthy to the marketplace. You've got all these other competitors that do such a horrible job and they greenwash it and they try it and they don't like it. And now they want to leave the category. And here you are doing something very good in the category and you're having to do double the work. It's just like that. The creators and brands have been mistreated in in this scenario. And we're, we're, we're prone to the same issues. I mean, just like what Pooja said about the creators, it's the same thing for the brands. We want to get our products out there. We want people to try it. Um, but our current avenues for promotion in the digital space um, leave us, uh, you know, maybe break even in the paid placements. And it's uh, if we're working on sort of the unpaid uh, Instagram, Facebook type things, like it's just it's very difficult to make something shoppable that um, actually gets shown to people. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I've seen that too, because we do a lot of reposting and republishing using the content we've had from a lot of our great you know, podcast. And you can put things out on Instagram and yeah, you're getting likes and such, but you know, does it really translate into revenue at all? And that's, a, that's kind of a, a big problem. Right. It's they don't make it easy. I'll tell you, IG does not make it easy. They, they don't make it easy and clickable. No. And, and that's the that's the unique thing that we're dealing with here is that recipes, meal plans, the tech, the, the tech underpinnings of that are what's necessary is far beyond what's available on those other platforms. Being able to scale recipes, being able to shop them, being able to make meal plans with them. 
you know, your, your best bet on the, the current offerings is like being able to save something or a screen capture on your phone that you can bring up later. Um, and on the brand perspective, you want something that's directly shoppable. Nine out of 10 Americans are cooking recipes from their devices. They're, they're using digital recipes. And recipes are the number one driver of product trial. So this is where brands should be. They should be contextually showing their products within recipes if they want to get them out there. You know, you bring up something kind of interesting and I'm kind of brainstorming. I'm just thinking there's got to be like a local natural chain that's got these brands. Maybe they're emerging. There would seem to be a natural partnership that you could make with these grocers with those brands and have it in such a way that it could be, you know, local to the users in that area that when they're on the app, that they're selecting products that are going to be found in that store and they can literally add to their cart at that store and it literally drives traffic back to the grocer. And, and now you've tied in, you know, at, at the retail side, you know, where they can go and, and pick up the product. Yeah, it's, I mean, that's a basket builder. I mean, they once they're in the store, they're going to be throwing other yeah, things in. Yeah, it, it, really, um, it really begs for something like Instacart. So Instacart, if you're listening. That's exactly Instacart, what I was Instacart, if you're listening, thinking. call me, email me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what I was thinking. I mean, literally, you, that's what you want. You want to get that tie-in back to that, back, back to that grocer. But start with like a, a local natural chain that, you know, you could just walk down and build that relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Current, currently, we have one-click shopping through Amazon, which ties into Whole Foods or Amazon Fresh, depending on where you are. Um, and we're working on an integration with Thrive Market, too. Um, but something like that that you're describing, Tony, would, would be wonderful. That's that's the goal, is to make it so that any any consumer, recipe consumer, can view the recipe and shop locally and, and either have the, the products delivered or, you know, waiting for them at the store. When I was in a bigger city, you'd go in and they had, you know, food classes going on, or you'd walk by an end cap and someone's, you know, they're making something right. And you walk around the corner and everything you need to make it is in the shelf. All the spices, the utensils, literally everything. And this is kind of the evolution of what you're, what yeah, you're this doing. is the digital version of that. You're, you can have, right. you see everything that you need here. You can one click shop it. Um, and it can be at your house, uh, fairly quickly, depending on where you order it from. So what's the best way for people to kind of plug into this network, Pooja? What's the, um, what's the app? The best place to find us is at foodsocial.io. You can search for recipes on there. You can browse the 2,600 plus recipes on there. You can create your own meal plans. Where else can you view recipes by over 65 different creators and filter them by things like appetizers or entrees or desserts, or even by dietary restrictions like gluten-free, dairy-free, egg-free? That's your opportunity to go there and view all those recipes by many gifted creators and create meal plans, start saving recipes. You can even go to our Instagram at foodsocial.io and you can find us there. We're always trying to promote our creators and brands on that platform so that 
we can continue to lift them up and other people have access to their amazing content. I love it. And everyone knows who listens to the podcast, I'm in a food desert. I am in the middle of nowhere in Western North Carolina. And do I need this? <laughs> so I can go in, find some more cool things to, to eat and then go to the grocery store. Hope they have it. Um, they probably will. And I can build it. You know what would be kind of fun? Um, we should do a live stream one of these times with one of your content creators or one of Absolutely. your brands. And let's just see how the whole thing kind of works together. That'd be kind that'd of be cool. great. I think that'd be a really fun follow-up so people could see some of how this works and just kind of experience, you know, what it's like from the creator and, and the brand side. I was just going to say something that you mentioned about being in a food desert and needing a tool like this. It made me think of my dad for health reasons is having to go vegan pretty soon. And he was asking me to send him vegan recipes. And I was like, I'll just send you food social and you can filter by vegan and you can just do all the recipes you want. And he was like, perfect. Yeah. It's just so easy to have a tool like that, that you can, no matter what your diet, you can find perfect recipes for your, for whatever you need. Yeah, and I have to imagine if it's on the website, if it's on the platform, this is a good, really good recipe. I mean, you're putting your name out there. This is not just some random internet search with some random person saying blah, blah, blah. This is a tried and true recipe that's been cooked over and over and over exactly. that they know people love. That's that's how I would see it. Yeah, that's awesome. I think it's great. I think it's great. I recommend people try it. Foodsocial.io. Is that an app or is that just a website? It's just a website right now, um, but it's all mobile I mean, friendly. I'm spending your money big time. I know, I am great. Yeah, I you, got you should be on our team, right? <laughs> I mean, really? This is, I have, I'm, tell Tony no more ideas. We're out of money. We already have a Tony on our team, so I don't, we have, we have two Haley's on the team. I don't know if we can do two Tonys, so. I'll have to be an Antonio. <laughs> Antonio, I love it. Antonio. Yeah, but, but app will be forthcoming. Um, we're, Excellent. You know, we're, we're eyes up on, on uh, increasing our development over the next, you know, six to 12 months. Uh, features that make the platform more sticky to the end user, fe features that create more utility for creators and brands. Um, so in a very strong development phase right now for it. But an, an app oh, will be down the road. Yeah, that's, that's great. Pooja, great talking to you, Bill. Great seeing you again. And let's, um, let's seriously, let's plan on doing a live stream, bring in a content creator and a brand. Maybe they've had some good collaboration. Be kind of interesting to see how We're this thing plays anytime. out in real time. Great. Yes. I <laughs> your game. Community builder is ready. I love it too. I, I mean, I love the idea. I love the idea. Everyone's trying to build community. I mean, it's hard to do it. Yeah. We should get it's, one of your brands from a previous podcast to participate too. We'll bring them in. It'll be like a, abs a cold audition. <laughs> Ooh, I love, Oh, now there's a thought. Yeah. There's a thought. We'll have to go back and find a brand that is, that can be used in a recipe. Yeah. Right? I mean, there's, I mean, honestly, it's a lot of them. Um, and, and just just to put it out there, any brands that are listening, if you want to join FoodSocial.io, drop us a line. We'd love to have you. We're we're always looking for more brands to uh, brands and creators to join the platform. Excellent. All that information will be in the show notes. Great seeing you. Stand by. We've got a live <laughs> stream coming up. Thanks for y'all. Thanks for y'all being Thanks, here honey. on uh, on Winning at Work today. Thanks, Tony.